Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Hello, folks. I am your host, George Alonzo. Welcome to another great edition of Wrestle City Radio. Of course, uh, we have a jam-packed show lined up for you here today. But, of course, before I talk about the show, I'm here with my sister from another mister, now nicknamed X-Tina. How are you, X-Tina? I'm great. How are you doing? I can't complain. I'm here enjoying the Miami weather. You know, it's, it's finally not hot. It's not cold. It's right there down the middle, just like us Miami people like it. So I have to say I'm chilling, I'm good. But, of course, we also have our head of security, Mr. New York, over there, making sure that no one comes in or out without a proper beating. I mean, I mean without a proper checking, uh, because, you know, we're not United Airlines. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> we got our back on that. <laughs> so uh, by all means, you know, we don't overbook here. And we don't beat up doctors. But anyway, guys, welcome to another edition of Russell City Radio. Uh, okay, we have some great things that we're going to be talking to you about today, uh, including Monday Night Raw, uh, what we're going to be expecting going into tonight's episode. But on top of that, we also have, we're, we're going to be talking about that controversial situation that's happening between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. Uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, George, but it's a story. I'm not talking about the story. I'm enjoying the story. I'm talking about what people are doing on social media about it, uh, going as far as writing petitions to get Braun Strowman fired. Uh, so we'll be talking about that in a few. Uh, but also, guys, we're going to also be talking one-on-one and your first interview, Extina, uh, with the one, the only, the high-flying machine, the wrestling veteran, and MMA fighter Scorpio Sky will be with us in just a short while. Are you excited for that, Xtina? I'm excited and nervous at the same time, so there's a lot of emotions going on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens. Uh, yesterday was your, I mean, sorry, not yesterday. Last week was your first episode ever. We, we had pre-recording interviews, which you didn't get your feet wet yet with the interviews yet. But this week, you finally get your feet wet now. Like, I could only imagine the nerves, the, the giggles, and all that stuff finally have left as far as getting on the air. But now, when it comes to interviews, this is going to be your first one. Yeah. So there's a lot, of, a lot going through my head, kind of figuring it all together. But I know, in the end, we're just going to get a great interview out of it. Of course, of course. So, guys, let's start talking uh, a little bit about this controversial stuff that's happening right now. Uh, again, we're not talking about the story between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. We're talking about the controversy that's happening via social media, uh, where people are even writing petitions to get Braun Strowman fired. Uh, you know, to me, guys, this is when you know, I feel, or at least I feel, WWE is doing a good job because now when Braun Strowman came out, he used to get crickets. And, and on top of that, the guy was always being talked about as probably the worst wrestler on the roster. 
now people are not just sold by him as being a monster, but people are sold by him of being that that monster incarnate, that that guy that you just want to fear, that guy you don't even want to be in a dark alley to fight with, that guy that you want to boo. And the fact is, is that it has gone so far that the WWE has pushed it so far where the now Braun Strowman is not just booed, is not just feared, but even people are taking him personal and, and, and in real life. Like one of the things right now going on is that uh, there are people petitioning, and I know I've said this already like three times, but uh, people are petitioning to get Braun Strowman fired. And mainly because a, 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 like a lot of parents have vented that their little kids are upset that what Braun Strowman did to Roman Reigns last Monday night on Raw. To me, that's pure entertainment, that's pure money, that's pure selling, that's pure everything. Because guess what now, guys? U.S. fans, okay, and I'm talking about for me and Nextina here ourselves. U.S. fans now, not just hate the guy, but now are going to be tuning in every week to see when are, is someone going to get revenge on Braun Strowman, especially your kids. Your kids are now going to say, hey, I hope one day, you know, John Cena comes back and beats on Braun Strowman, you know, because Cena and kids are like, it's like milk and cereal. You, you, you have to mix them. You know, it's like every week everyone's going to say, Who's going to be the one to get revenge on Braun Strowman, at least until Roman Reigns returns? But I feel like this has been perfect. I feel like it's a great setup. And like I've always said, guys, don't complain. Just enjoy the ride. What, what do you have to say? Yeah, I absolutely agree. So, you know, the grown-ups are definitely going to be looking forward to see, okay, who else can he do this to on the run? You know, I don't want him to pick on the little guys. Go after the big guys. He can go out there and get Brock Lesnar again, give it a chance. But uh, those people petitioning, I watched wrestling at a young age. And, yes, it was a shock to see what was going on, but my parents weren't going to be like, uh, yeah, I don't like that he just did that. My kid is crying. No. You're going to watch it, and then the next week you're going to see it again, and he's going to, I don't know, maybe somebody will beat him up. You just... It's the sport of watching it. It's, it's a movie. It's, you know, maybe that has to be explained to the kids. Yeah, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's just that uh, nowadays, Extina, I feel, I feel like a lot of things are, are kind of like watered down. And the kids are, are getting used to that. And for once, WWE took a risk by saying, hey, we're going to make this even worse. We're going to make this to a case where Roman Reigns misses two to three weeks of action, uh, you know, just to make it look like, hey, this guy just destroyed Roman Reigns. The same guy who defeated The Undertaker at WrestleMania 33. Now, I have to shoot you this question. How long do you feel Roman Reigns has to be off television to make this even more believable? Um, I would say, honestly, give it a month. Give it a month, let that, uh, you know, payback pay-per-view go by, uh, let the fans miss him, because fans, the grown-ups don't, they were so excited <laughs> on Monday about what was going on. So, you know, we got to get the people to miss him, so when he finally does come back, those kids are extremely happy to see, you know, Roman Reigns beat down the bunch. 
<laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I would. I would definitely want. Yeah, I have to agree. I will give him about a month mm-hmm. till he returns. Uh, I won't expect him to wrestle at Payback. Uh, as a matter of fact, from what I even heard, the next Braun Strowman opponent or the next Brock Lesnar opponent is Brock's, uh, Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Now, how are they going to set that up? I don't know. Uh, are they going to have Roman Reigns return early, which I, I don't want them to do. I, I, I'm on your same boat. I, I agree with you. I don't want them to make him return by payback and lose to Braun because then, golly, man, being thrown off the, the edge of a, uh, of a floor uh, while still tied down to a stretcher, quote-unquote, you know, and then being lifted out of an ambulance, and et cetera. Listen, that was enough to kill a guy. If, if you come back in less than two weeks, Please tell me what you guys are doing in the WWE to get better because I need that same supplement because I go through headaches. I have diabetes. I need to know what you guys are doing to get better after that vicious attack within two weeks. Exactly. The kids are going to definitely get you Superman. And we have to prove to them, sorry, not right now, you know, miss him for a little while. Let's see what Braun Strowman can do. I didn't mind him. I just didn't like the little squash matches they would give him from time to time. So now he needs to prove himself again and come out and find someone else who's big and strong who's got this Well, another thing that's going on on Monday Night Raw starting tonight is, of course, the women's division. Man, what a shakeup did we get, you know, last week. There were some predictable ones. There was some not predictable. Uh, but I have to say now the Raw roster is jam-packed with a great division. It's not just relying on three stars anymore. It's literally relying on the entire division. You got from a veteran like Mickey James to an up-and-coming Alexa Bliss, uh, you know, of course, the champion, uh, it, it, Bailey. You got Sasha Banks, you, you, Nia Jax. Like, the entire Raw roster of women is absolutely phenomenal. And on top of that, going on to SmackDown, you know, now they have the star power to sell that division. Not saying that they didn't before, but now they do because they brought back Tamina Snuka, a second-generation star. They also brought in Charlotte. You have Natalia, you know, Becky Lynch. The list goes on and on. And I have to say, I'm going to enjoy this nice women's uh, shakeup that they did. I feel like this was... They should have done this from the way, from the very beginning, as far as the the rosters are concerned. Right, I'm kind of glad they didn't because we got to see you know uh, Alexa Bliss come up a little on SmackDown. You know, she came in from NXT, people didn't know what to expect from her, and then to see her dominate SmackDown like she did, I did appreciate that. And of course, Charlotte had to get through every female on the Raw roster, and so now that she can hold up SmackDown for them, that's great. And then Rob, I was super excited about Mickey James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's uh, been through it all, so this is not going to be anything for her to go through these girls. And they're all talented, and they're all going to put on stellar matches no matter who is going against who. Well, mind you, I cannot wait to see Mickey James back in a Raw ring again. It's been many, many years since we've seen Mickey James on Monday Night Raw. But now more about the shakeup. Because this is actually a topic you wanted to talk about. You told me off the air, and, and, and look at me. I'm not bringing it up. 
basically, one of the things in the shakeup, something that we all predicted last week on Russell City, was Shinsuke Nakamura's debut, whether it be Raw or SmackDown. And I have to say one thing already. People are saying on the Wrestling Observer uh, podcast, they already announced that they're in the process of working in the main event for SmackDown for WrestleMania 34, being AJ Styles, the world champion, versus Shinsuke Nakamura at New Orleans. And on top of that, that they're going to keep each other apart, as far apart as possible, to WrestleMania. So let me tell you something, Xtina. If there's one thing that I loved when WrestleMania came to Miami was the Cena and Rock feud. They kept them separate for a year. And, of course, your typical cameos, your little promos online and and so forth, but they didn't have face-to-faces. They they were on the same brand. They would have the same main event, and, 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 and they'll have those certain times they'll bump into each other, but they built it for a year. Imagine... Pushing that aside, imagine AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura being built up for a year, a main event from Wrestle Kingdom in Japan, now being debuted and being shown on WrestleMania 34, if it does happen. I, I have no comment. <laughs> I have no comment. I seriously do. It, that would be as far as the main events on that of, of that event is concerned, do you think it's going to be more sold out for Shinsuke versus AJ or for the rumored Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? I definitely think Shinsuke and AJ. You know, we've seen the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns a little bit. Um, so people kind of know what to expect. And I'm sorry people love Brock Lesnar. I'm not a big fan because uh, don't drive me crazy. But Shinsuke and AJ is flying all over the place. Shinsuke is going to entertain us the whole time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I know, but I have to disagree with you there. I, I, I have to say that I feel like the money is going to be with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Not because, of course, of their talent, but because it's been so long since they've been in a ring with each other. And last time they were even in a ring with each other, there was no size of winner. And I'm talking about because Seth Rollins interfered and caused him to win the championship. So there was never a winner between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And finally coming up in WrestleMania 34, if it does happen, we finally get a winner. Because from what I am understanding, I think this is going to be Brock Lesnar's final appearance for WWE. So uh, time will tell, I guess. It, it would, because people are still going to have to watch who don't know Shinsuke are going to have to learn him and warm up to him on SmackDown see what he can do. Because so far, we've just seen him come out and give us his amazing entrance. So uh, now it's just waiting to see what he can put on SmackDown and if people want to see him in AJ. 
Well, tell you what, guys, what we're going to do is on our fan page at www.facebook.com backslash Russell City Radio. You guys could go ahead and write a comment on there. We're going to put up a status a little later today or tomorrow. Uh, say what match would you rather see at WrestleMania 34? What match has will make you buy a ticket? Would it be Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles or Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? Again, these are the rumored main events. These are not set in stone. Nothing said by WWE.com. These are rumored main events. So, guys, so while we run with that, while we run with the boat, or, or I mean, sorry, run with the boat. How does that even make sense? As we, as we row with the boat, you know, Mr. New York, how can you freaking make me say this horrible thing? How can I run with any boat? I, I am so going to attack my writers for this. Who, who writes this stuff? Anyway, um, so, but, but going back as it may, uh, you know, we're going to row with the boat, and, uh, of course, we're going to let you, our listeners, our supporters, uh, you know, say your opinion and speak your opinion on that matter. Now, guys, also, I want to tell you a couple things here. Uh, tickets are already on sale for Ronin number 14. You can purchase your tickets at Ronin Wrestling. Uh, all you have to do is look them up on Facebook, Ronin, R-O-N-I-N, uh, Wrestling, and you can purchase your tickets at advance for Ronin 14 starting now. And also, guys, make sure you purchase your tickets for the Florida SuperCon happening in July, in July 27th through the 30th. And, guys, with that, you get to meet – tickets sold separately for this – you get to meet – the man known as Sting. Sting will be in the house. Uh, and, guys, th- this is a one-time opportunity you get to meet Sting. So, again, make sure you purchase your Florida Supercom tickets and also Ronin number 14, uh, of course. And, again, also another major event coming up in SWF, Roll the Dice. All you have to do is look up SWF Wrestling on Facebook and again, you can purchase your tickets uh, through that. Uh, that is a special sponsored event by Russell City Radio. Main eventing that night will be Pentagon Cero Mielo versus Alberto El Patron. And that might be a show where you and I might be in attendance, Sixtina. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Alberto Del Rio. Isn't Jack Swagger going to be there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Swagger will be uh, taking on the leader of the boot party, TJ Marconi. Uh, and then, of course, you got a three-way dance, a literally three-way dance dream match between three upcoming women. You got Angel Rose from TNA, known as Diamante, uh, representing LAX, going up against Lucha Underground's Daya, and versus Japan's cheerleader, Melissa. That is going to be in a phenomenal match. You got the Lucha Underground, you got Japan, and you got America, all, or Hispanics. Uh, you, you got all in that one match, and you cannot lose that. And of course, you also have um, BCW's uh, 360 coming up. Uh, where you could purchase your tickets for that. You could go and re 
uh, combination wrestling. Of course, there are partners up in New York. Uh, but talking about all that has came to my next point, uh, Extina, because your first interview is about to begin. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, how does how, that song go? I'm ready. Promotion. I'm ready. Uh, you, uh, you remind me of Spongebob. Really? Yeah. Because I No, because you just said, I'm ready. So the first thing that comes to mind is the I'm song, ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Promotion. I'm ready. Do I sound like Spongebob? Just a little. <laughs> Well, as long as I'm not Squidward. <laughs> so, guys, let's go ahead and bring on our special guest. I'm talking about the wrestling veteran and MMA fighter, a wrestler that I actually looked up to in this business. I grew up watching him. He was phenomenal in the ring. He's phenomenal outside the ring. I'm talking about the one, the only, Scorpio Sky. How are you, Scorpio? Hey, I'm very good. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure, sir. It's our pleasure. Thank you very much for, uh, you know, lending us your time. I know you're very, very busy, always training. I know you were in, the, in your MMA gym this morning. Uh, you know, you, you just don't stop, man. Thank you very much for taking time to uh, talk with us here today. Not a problem. My pleasure. Awesome. So first and foremost, Scorpio, you know, uh, you and I met at the FEW in Orlando, uh, you know, I, you had a phenomenal match in Orlando, pretty much one of the show stealers of that event at Wrestling Party, uh, representing FEW, against two Cold Scorpio. Uh, you know, I never was able to speak to you after your match, uh, but I wanted to ask you your opinion, man. How did it feel going in there with two Cold, man, a veteran, a legend of this business? Oh, it was awesome, man. He's, uh, I, I don't know how old he is, but he can still go just as well as he used to. Um, he's like kind of ageless, it seems. And it was really cool to be able to do that match. I know that was something uh, that a couple of different promoters have tried to set up in the past. I think PWG tried to make it happen, and it just didn't line up. And, and one other promotion tried to make it happen out here in California. And uh, I'm glad that we actually got to finally get in the ring together. That's amazing, man. Was it like one of your your goals as what? Because I know you speak of uh, promoters trying to get it done and stuff. But was it one of your goals also in your wrestling career to say, "Hey, I want one day to wrestle two code." You know what? Honestly, it wasn't. Uh, you know, I obviously always thought he was a, an amazing uh, performer, but it wasn't like a, a dream match of mine. I guess it was just something I never really thought would happen because, you know, we were so many generations apart. I, I, I think I remember him back in WCW when I was, ah, gosh, I don't even know how old I was. I was way too young to even <laughs> think about wrestling. So uh, it was nothing I ever really thought to happen, but it was one of those things where when it came up, I thought it was a cool idea and, and it would be dope if it happened. But, um, you know, it was nothing that I really actually ever saw coming to fruition. So it was good that it did. Oh, awesome. Well, now that you mentioned dream matches, I know you've been in the ring with some many, many greats of this business. Uh, you know, I, I believe you started wrestling when you were 16 years old, uh, but we'll talk about that a little later. Um, you've been in the ring with many, many greats, and now that you mentioned dream matches, with all the people that you've wrestled, has there been one name uh, yet that you've been in the ring with that you're still saying, hey, this guy's still on my, my to-do list 
uh, who has who have you not wrestled yet that you want to? Oh man, some of them I don't know if they're ever going to happen. To be honest with you, there's there's really two main guys, and that was Kurt Angle, who uh, you know I don't I don't know if he'll end up wrestling again. Obviously, he's back with the WWE. Um, and then there was AJ Styles, and that was another match that had, that almost happened uh, many times. Um, I know there there were at least two promotions that wanted to set that up, but it was one of those things where it's like. Uh, we'll wait for the right time. Now is not the right time. We're going to wait. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's going to happen because he's up there now too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, we were kind of generations apart uh, at the time when, if you go back to Pro Wrestling Gorilla, when both AJ Styles and I were both with the company, he had been in the business for years and years and years. He was a star. I think I was in my second year, so I was really still a rookie and and uh, so it wouldn't have made sense to do it back then anyway. So, But those are the two <laughs> matches I, you know, anything can happen down the line. It could still happen. But uh, I don't know, really. We'll see. Well, mind you, I want to go ahead and, and give you a – because I know AJ used to be known as a pit bull uh, in the independence because a lot of people used to kind of like uh, judge him for his size and all that and say, hey, you'll never make it to the WWE uh, but they always consider him like to have that pit bull attitude to say, hey, you might doubt me, but I'm going to uh, shut you up. Hence how he went so forward, you know, with Impact Wrestling, now being signed with WWE, main eventing, you know, Wrestle Kingdom in Japan. Uh, now, and then, of course, now you, I also consider you a pit bull, uh, Scorpio, because uh, a lot of people say, hey, you know, uh, you don't have the size or this or that. But you go out and you always steal the show. And I had the honor, like I used to watch DVDs, and, and I finally got the pleasure of seeing you in person at the FEW Orlando. So how, how good does it feel for you as a person, Scorpio, when you have all these people saying, hey, this and that, and you then all of a sudden turn those naysayers into believers? You know, it's, it's honestly, it's a double-edged sword because, uh, first off, I, I appreciate uh, what you said. That's uh, really good to hear. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, but you know, it, it's, it's a great thing to have the respect of your peers and, and guys that you look up to even more so than your peers, uh, for them to kind of give you that nod and say, yeah, you've got it. That's, that's amazing. Um, and also when you hear it from the fans, it's, it's also great. The other side of that is, uh, it, it gets a little frustrating because you start wondering, okay, well, what am I doing wrong? Because, you know, I've got, all these people on the next level above me telling me, uh, you got it, you got it, you belong up here with us. And then you've got people next to you saying, man, man, you're, you're, you got it, you, you shouldn't be here, you should be at the next level. But then you can't figure out why you're not at the next level. So it, it's, it's frustrating to me in that respect. So I just have, you know, I just keep chipping away and keep trying to uh, figure out my weaknesses and, and, and you know, hopefully – uh, I'll just be able to keep moving uh, in an upward position. Well, Scorpio, I, when you mention that word weakness, I have no idea how they're ever going to find a weakness in you, man, because not, not only did you ever train for pro wrestling, but now you're training for MMA, man. It's like, hey, you might shut the door on me on one side, but hey, I, I got MMA too, and, and you want to try me, I could probably take you down faster than you could raise me back up. So, uh, like, with that being said, like, how does that work for you, man? Because 
I know both businesses have their risks. Uh, you know, how does it work that you're now training in both sports, both very dangerous combat sports, professional wrestling and MMA? Is there ever like that fear say, oh my God, one day if I get injured in MMA, maybe my wrestling career is going to stop or wrestling career getting injured in wrestling, maybe my MMA career will stop. I mean, there's there's always that thought that's out there, but I don't really think about it, honestly. Um, I've gotten hurt pro wrestling more than I have MMA, uh, knock on wood. But <laughs> MMA was just something I always wanted to do. I always loved the sport growing up, even when it was back when it was, like, illegal. Um, I It was just mm-hmm. something that I always wanted to try. And so now I'm, you know, four MMA fights in, and uh, I I still love the sport. And I still train, and, and I'm still kind of active, and I've done some cornering, uh, helping other guys and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think anything that can make me better, if you really think about it, mm-hmm. how much MMA has influenced pro wrestling even in the in the recent years. You know, I, I, you see everybody throwing the knee strike now. And you see everybody doing triangle chokes and arm bars and that sort of thing. And so it's, it's had such an influence. So it's only really helped me personally because I kind of – adapted to it really well and so i think i'm a crossover athlete i think i could play different sports and do different things and and excel at both of them um you know now that you bring that up you actually bring up a good point because that was something i wanted to ask you anyway like do you feel like the that like that little gap that wrestling and professional i mean sorry professional wrestling and mma had uh has pretty much been you know filled because now you have a lot of like pro wrestlers going into MMA, and then you have a lot of MMA guys going into professional wrestling, like the Matt Riddles, the Shayna Braziers. Uh, you know, do, do you feel like that gap is being filled now? Yeah, I always felt like pro wrestling and MMA are like cousins, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you really look at it, and, and fighting in general, even boxing, even though it's far, far different, it's, it's almost like a distant cousin of pro wrestling. If you look at all the top guys, they all have characters. They all have personas. And maybe that's not as extreme as like a gold dust or the undertaker. But if you look at someone like Anderson Silva, he's got, he's got a gimmick, you know, and you look at someone, obviously Conor McGregor is the one everyone brings up. And, you know, it, it's very, very similar. I remember watching an Anderson Silva fight a few years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, this was when he was still a killer. You know, he he had, he hadn't been beaten yet, and he was, like, the most feared guy to ever get in the ring with. And I think he was fighting Chael Sonnen, and I was watching the pay-per-view, and Chael Sonnen came out, and he had this really good entrance, and then he stepped into the cage, and the lights went out, and Anderson Silva's music hit. And I leaned over to one of my friends, uh, we were at a restaurant, and I told him, I said, this has got to be what it's like if you were facing The Undertaker if wrestling was real. You know what I mean? Like you're standing, yeah. you're about to fight, the lights drop down, and here comes the baddest dude in the world walking out yeah. to fight you. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> you know, they, they, they borrow from each other, and I think it's really cool. I actually love it, and, and I like seeing guys cross over between the two, uh, the two uh, forms of entertainment. Uh, so um, I'm going to get to another segue question now that you mentioned, but I wanted to ask you kind of like a fan point of view question first. Uh, what do you think of this rumored um, uh, fight between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather? Do you think it's ever going to happen? I think there's so much money on the table, it has to happen. You know, there's just there's no way that these guys are going to leave all that money on the table. Um, you know, 
I'm a little on the fence about it. Obviously, it'll be kind of cool to see because it's going to be such a, a spectacular money-making uh, thing. I always look at things two ways. I, I do this in my personal life. I do this in, in wrestling. I do it in MMA. I, I, just, I, I look at things two ways all the time, the business side and then my personal side. So the business side of me says, oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. You know, Mayweather and McGregor will probably do – the same thing that Mayweather and Pacquiao did in pay-per-view or maybe more. It's going to be a sell-out event. It's going to be huge. You know, it's going to be a memorable, probably the most memorable fight ever. So that's awesome. But my personal side, you know, I kind of look at some of the guys that I would like to see. If Mayweather's only going to fight one more time, I look at some of the guys that I would enjoy watching him fight, like Keith Thurman, like Sean Porter or Danny Garcia, and uh, or even you know maybe a Pacquiao rematch. Some of the guys in boxing that you know would deserve the fight, and that kind of makes me like ah man I'd like to see that. And then you look at in MMA, and you got Conor McGregor who you know we'd like to see a rematch with Jose Aldo and see what mm-hmm. would happen, you know yeah. if that fight happened, or you'd like to see him fight uh, Tony Ferguson or uh, Khabib. Uh, those fights are all really intriguing. For Conor McGregor, so all of that's kind of on hold, and we may never see it. Obviously, on Mayweather's side, because if he only fights one more time and it's Conor McGregor, that's it. So you know, it, it's good and bad for me. Well, well, yeah, completely true on that. So, and, and thank you very much for answering that question, Scorpio, because that was something that I wanted to bring up and just get like your personal opinion on that matter. Because yeah, everyone's saying that's like a big money draw, like the the best in boxing versus the best in MMA. Uh, but going back to now your career, like, uh, there's one guy that everyone kind of like says that's like the number one MMA prodigy right now in, in wrestling. And, and that is Matt Riddle. And you've shared plenty of shows with the guy, you know, he's a, a guy from the UFC world, uh, trained in MMA, uh, black belt and et cetera. And then of course you're training in MMA, you're a wrestling veteran. Is there ever a, a moment, Scorpio, that you want to say, hey, this is a guy, not only, you know, is he a wrestler, but he trains in MMA. Is that one of the guys maybe that you would like to get in the ring with, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm open to anything that the fans would want to see. You know, obviously he's, he's got a, a big fan following, and he's, he's excellent from what I've seen. And we have done a couple of shows together. And if somebody wanted to book that, then I could definitely get up for that matchup. I think it'd be really interesting to see, uh, you know, obviously on the MMA side, he's had, a, he's got a lot more experience than me. He fought in the UFC and that sort of thing, but I've got, you know, a little bit that can hold my own in a pro wrestling match. And I've got a lot more pro wrestling experience, you know, so it would be uh, a really interesting uh, mix. And uh, I think it could be a, it could be a cool fight where you or a cool match where you see a lot of different things. You might see some striking, you'll see some wrestling, maybe some jujitsu, some good old, you know, pro wrestling uh, suplexes and things like that. I think it could be a really intriguing matchup. And last fun question before I turn it over to my co-host, Xtina, because she's over here, like she's in a, in a nice little corner. She's all excited. She, you're going to be her first interview, Scorpio. So she's all excited and everything. So, but uh, last little fun question for you, Scorpio. Uh, you know, with everyone, now we talked about wrestling ring. Let's talk about MMA. Uh, you know, you now, there's also a top wrestler that we all know about, Phil CM Punk Brooks, 
who has entered the UFC, has entered the, uh, the MMA world, and, and basically this is a guy that literally from everyone from beginners to veterans, like <laughs> even the Jason David Franks, a movie star, says, hey, I want to get in the octagon with this guy. Uh, uh, Scorpio, you being in MMA, are, are you one of those that say, get me in the octagon with him? Yeah, absolutely. I think I was probably the first person to actually say it. Um, the night he announced that he was, you know, when he first showed up at the UFC and he announced that he was going to be fighting, I think I was the first person right off the bat saying, yep, I'd be interested in that fight. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I, I, I'm not, I wasn't doing it. I think a lot of the other guys were doing it in the sense of like, oh, this would be a great fight that can get me into the UFC or that can get me some, some whatever, whatever. Um, I, I just, I'd do it on the indies. I'd do it in front of, you know, 150 people in a gym if we want if they wanted to do it. I don't need to do it in the UFC. I think that'd be just a great fight to have. Um I like him as a pro wrestler and uh I I think in MMA and actually after watching his first fight, I there's no doubt in my mind I would have won that fight if I did get it. And I'm still open to it. I'm still training, he's still training, he doesn't have a fight lined up. We're in the same weight class. We can make it happen, man. I, who was it that I think I saw a meme floating around saying of uh, Phil C. and Punk Brooks versus it, it, it was a top MMA fighter. I, I can't think of the name right now, but everyone wanted to see him get in there with him. Mm. God, I, I'll tell you. Yeah, what, I'll tell you what. When when I, when I say that, you know, I would fight C. M. Punk and and it would be a great matchup to match to make. You know, a lot of people are kind of like, yeah, right. I mean, that's that's never going to happen. Um, I think if he's with the UFC, it's never going to happen because they're not going to put two pro wrestlers in a cage together because, you know, they're, they're going to think that's a little bit too much of a sideshow or whatever. But the UFC doesn't even know if they're going to use CM Punk again from the last thing I saw. So if he wanted to leave the UFC, I'm not going to say any names, but I already know another company out there that would set that fight up. And if he really wants to fight, then, you know, we can make it happen. If that happens after seeing you for the first time, you know, live, Scorpio, and then on top of that, watching you always work, I will definitely fly out to even see that. No matter where it's going to be. I'll be great. straight up. We could do it in Chicago. We could do it in Chicago. I'll, That'd be great. I'll fly out. I'll fly out to Chicago just to see Scorpio Sky versus Phil C and Punk Brooks. Uh, would you fly out there? Uh, I will fly out there in a in a heartbeat. But uh, but I'm gonna st I'm gonna stop stealing questions over here from Xtina just in case. Uh, but Scorpio, thank you very much for answering my questions. Uh, if I have anything else after she's done, then I'll I'll pick it up from there. But Xtina, the microphone is all yours. Enjoy. No problem. Hi, Scorpio. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. How are you? I'm great. Um, so listening to you, and I, I've seen a couple of you know your MMA matches and your wrestling matches, and it's, it's pretty amazing from what I I've seen. And uh, and listening to you, you seem like such a, a down to earth, cool guy. And I was like, okay, I'm nervous to talk to him, but he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I did hear in, an inter in uh, another interview you had um, that uh, when you were younger, you saw Frankie Kazarian on a commercial, and you know he kind of that was your inspiration into entering wrestling. Is there any other wrestlers that uh, you've always 
Oh, yeah. Um, when I was growing up, Bret Hart was by far my favorite wrestler. That was a, a huge inspiration to me. And he was probably the main reason that actually why I got in the business. And then when I got a little older, Shawn Michaels was a huge inspiration as well. And still to this day, um, it's like uh, you think about Shawn Michaels. He's like that guy that just goes out and steals a show and, and just puts on an amazing performance, whether he wins or loses on the show. You know, he's you remember him and you remember the stuff he did and how he made things look and how he, he put so much of himself into his match and you know when I get really really up for a match I have that mentality I take that like you know Shawn Michaels mentality where I'm kind of like I just want to go out and whether I win or whether I lose I just want to like put on an amazing performance that people are going to remember and um, so those guys are definitely the ones that um, inspired me the most that's great especially wanting to steal the show like Shawn Michaels I think you can what I think you definitely can steal the show <laughs> Um, so you're being nervous. Does that put into your mind, okay, i got to stop being nervous. You know, I'm going to focus and I'm going to uh, put on a great show and make people be amazed about it. Uh, do you feel the same way in MMA when you're about, because I know you mentioned before about the undertaker and people being scared when they go in, you know, in the ring. Um, have you ever been, like, nervous or are you that guy to be like, I'm not going to be scared of me while they're coming in here? <laughs> MMA and Um, Well, for starting with MMA, um, everybody's nervous going into it. You know, even the world champions in the UFC and in other companies, they're they're still nervous. Everybody, that's one thing I learned, um, that everybody is nervous. And once you understand that, you can deal with it a little bit better because you realize that, like, okay, if, if George St. Pierre is nervous going into a fight, it's okay for me to be nervous and you can just deal with it. And, and eventually you just have to get to a, a place in your mind where it's like, okay, I've trained, I've done everything I can do to get ready at, and it's going to be what it's going to be at this point. You know, you just, you just going to go out and, and try to let loose and, and do what you do. Uh, so that's, that's the best way of handling it. And really the same thing with pro wrestling. Um, I don't get nervous most of the time anymore when I'm, when I go into a match, Every once in a while, it might be a big match, and um, or if I'm doing something that, you know, might be a little risky or something I'm not sure I can do in the match, uh, I might get a little nervous. But most of the time, I can go into it, even if it's just a big show or there's a big crowd or I'm wrestling someone famous or something. I can kind of calm myself and just say, "Hey, this is what I do. You know, I'm I'm a professional. Um, I all I need to do is go out and do what I do, and everything will be fine." So that's kind of how you deal with it. That's, that's great, great advice for anyone who's nervous like me right now. It's <laughs> done <laughs> 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 and put on a great show. And um, you definitely can, whether it's MMA and pro wrestling. Um, are you currently doing both at the same time, or are you just focused on pro wrestling right now? Um. So in 2014, I... I did just MMA. I had a couple of matches that year. Then 2015, I bounced back and forth between the two, where I was I was kind of doing fighting and doing wrestling. Um, and then 2016, I only wrestled. I, I got rededicated back to pro wrestling, and I just wanted to kind of say I'm back, and I just wrestled, wrestled, wrestled. 
Um, this year, I don't know. We'll have to see what's going to happen. You know, I'm training. I went to kickboxing this morning. I'm going to jujitsu tonight. Um, I just want to try to get in shape and, and see what happens. And if the right opportunity comes up, yeah, I'm going to keep wrestling for sure. But if the right opportunity comes up in the cage or somewhere else, then uh, I might take it. So definitely, if we get CM Punk, then we can definitely see you in that MMA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. If, if, if he's interested in that, then you just show me the paperwork and I'm ready. I don't even need a lot of time. You give me, you know, give me four weeks to get ready for it, and I'll be fine. You know, I I'll be ready. That's amazing. I, again, we would both love to see this match in Chicago. Um, I, I'm jealous he got to see you in person, Russell. I, really, I definitely wanted to see that. <laughs> you you missed the you missed one hell of a showcase. As a matter of fact, uh, to kind of throw it in your face a little bit here, Christina, okay. the, people in that audience were, <laughs> I would never forget the beginning of that match. People were chanting, Scorpio, Scorpio. And because people, they were both known as typical Scorpio uh, and, of course, Scorpio Sky, the, the fans were really chanting, no offense to you, Scorpio, <laughs> the people were chanting for Tuchel. And he was saying, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <that's> <laughs> I would never forget that. And on top of that, people were say, people were chanting, this is awesome. He, uh, fight forever. Like, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal match. I, I, yeah, I, he's, I, that, he's that, awesome, man. He's awesome. Yeah, that, the Cold Scorpio is just amazing. Well, uh, and Christina, do you have any last questions? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. You tell me. As of right now, I don't. I'm, I'm super glad I got to speak to you and, um, you know, the advice you've given. And uh, definitely, I want to see you live in person. So anytime you're in South Florida, come hit us up. I'm hoping to get back out to Florida soon, hopefully. Uh, so it was, so is that, was that going to be like a continuous, uh, a working relationship that you're going to have with the FEW? Well, I, I hope so. Um, we left it off. I haven't talked to them since I left Orlando, but we left off with the doors open. Uh, I know they were talking about bringing me back. So, um, and, and another promotion out there was talking about bringing me back. So, hopefully, uh, between the two, I'll be enjoying more time in Florida. Awesome, awesome. So, basically, now let me go ahead and start asking you this. Uh, you know, with everything that you've gone through, uh, Scorpio, like as far as MMA, professional wrestling, let, let's admit something, man. Even you, you have evolved. From the days that you began in this business, like what Extina was bringing up with you and Frankie Kazarian, when you first started under a mask, you started off in a mask, the, the full body suit, I believe it was yellow and black is where you started. Uh, and then you went on to unmasking yourself uh, to even to a point that like it, you kept on evolving with the business. Can you tell us a little bit in your position, in the position where you are, in your shoes, how has the business evolved for you? Like, because obviously it's changed a lot for you from the day one that you entered the ring to now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, when I started guys like me were never supposed to go anywhere, you know, guys, my size and my style, you know, when I was one of those guys that when I started, they said, Oh man, you're not going to be wrestling in five years. You know, you're going to be hurt or broken down and, 
you know, the style you wrestle, you're not going to make it. You're just going to, you're going to burn yourself out. And uh, so here I am all these years later, but the business changed now, you know, like I said, it, it, when I got in, it was all about guys. You had to be over six, two, you had to be over 250 pounds for anybody to even pay attention to you. Um, now all the guys are my size, uh, you know, and it varies a little bit. Some are bigger, some are smaller, but mm-hmm. there's a place for everybody now, I think. And um, the business is kind of tough because WWE has bought out a lot of their competition, but at the same time, it's almost easier to make a living in pro wrestling now than it was when I got in because, you know, you can get out there and, and, you know, there's the TNAs and there's the ROHs and there's, there's Japan and then just independent wrestling. If you look guys like Joey Ryan and myself, both of us are uh, independent wrestlers. We're not signed to any company and we live off pro wrestling. This is what we do. Uh, This is how we pay our bills. So, you know, that those opportunities weren't really there. I mean, they, they might've been for just a few guys, but they weren't, uh, there weren't a lot of spots like that when I first came in. So it's amazing, and I, and I feel uh, very happy in, that I'm able to do this. This is really what I wanted to do. When I got in, uh, I thought WWE really wasn't realistic for me because of my size and, and, and that sort of thing. But my goal in wrestling was just to be able to live off wrestling. So now I'm there. Um, I'm, not, I'm not rich, you know, but uh, I'm able to, to live off pro wrestling, and I'm hoping that eventually – things uh, will even, I'll end up with one of the bigger companies as well. And, and yeah, and with that being said, I was actually going to bring that up uh, because as you were saying, like, it's a little harder now that WWE bought off so many, uh, uh, you know, properties and, and even like libraries and so forth. Uh, but do you feel like it's got, it's to a point that, A, for you guys training, that you, uh, for the, like the students that are training, you're entering the business at the best time. And even for veterans like yourself, is this kind of like, Hey, before we used to give like, not, not to disrespect any of you guys, but we were giving our 50, 60% because we still had a job to go to like after we wrestled. Uh, but now it's your time to push in your a hundred percent because now WWE is not just in Stanford, but it's literally all over the world. They, they are keeping their eye out for the top indie talents. Absolutely. Uh, I actually did work in a, uh, a day job um, on the side of pro wrestling for most of my career. Um, I was just always involved in business and that sort of thing and um, working with the company. And, uh, you know, like you said, I was doing the basically the nine to five and then being, being a pro wrestler like after that. So only able to give a certain percentage. And I thought I've done pretty well for myself not being able to give 100% of my time to pro wrestling. And that's why it got to a point a couple of years ago where I said, okay, if I've been giving, you know, 60% or 40% or whatever it is uh, all this time and I've gotten this far, why don't I give 100% and see what happens? And so I walked away from the company and, and, and just said, okay, now I'm a pro wrestler full time. And uh, it's been a hustle, man. It, it, it is a huge hustle. And, and some months are great and some of them are slow and, and you just kind of keep working and, and trying to do what you can. And I get other, you know, I'll do some acting roles on the side and that sort of thing, which helps. But, um, you know, most of my income is from pro wrestling. So I'm really, really grateful that I'm able to do that and hoping that I'll be able to do it for a long time. 
That's great to hear, especially your struggle and what you've gone through. <laughs> I also uh, saw that you had a little segment in WWE uh, with the whole little Kane uh, and Daniel Bryan anger management situation. Um, have you ever thought about going to WWE again, especially since you said uh, back then, you know, guys like your size weren't really, you know, top guys, and now we see them everywhere. Have you ever considered possibly going back? Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, WWE and I didn't have a very good split a few years ago, or you know, um, you know, it's, we've got a long story. It's really a long story, but um, you know, we haven't. Uh, I don't really anticipate working with them in the future um, due to some circumstances. I mean, obviously, anything can happen, but um, you know, I, I definitely am not really focused on that. But there's a lot of places to work. You know, there's ROH where you know guys are making a good living uh there's tna there's like i said new japan there's uh, a lot of other companies and and then there's just doing it on the indies myself you know i think this is the era where you have to make yourself a star um if you look most of the guys on top in the wwe aren't guys that they made in the stars it's aj styles it's uh uh you know kevin owens and 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 Finn Balor and all these guys became stars on their own independently and then the WWE grabbed them. So this is kind of the era where you you have to make yourself a star. You can't really rely on a company to do it for you. And so that's good and bad, but ultimately I think it is good. And and that's kind of where my place is right now where I'm just slowly climbing that ladder on my own. And I think it'll be very fulfilling if and when I make it to the top of that ladder, because I'll know I did it through hard work and I did it on my own and I, I didn't have anybody, I didn't have to kiss in the ass or anything like that. I just uh, did it the hard way. Yeah, doing it the hard way and, like you said, going up that ladder. Um, but besides that, you mentioned, you know, Ring of Honor and uh, TNA and possibly, you know, New Japan. Um, would you consider going there? Like, I know that that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, again, that kind of goes back to what I was saying before, where it's like, okay, I've got to try to figure out what my weaknesses are and um, and find out why I'm not uh, at the next level. And, you know, like I said, I have guys that work for really all of those companies that I mentioned, including the WWE, and they tell me, man, you belong here. You belong here. Like, this is this is where you should be. I don't understand why you're not here with us. And uh, I'm, like, kind of shaking my head, like, I don't know either, but – all I have to do is just keep working, and, and hopefully I will be there with you sometime. Well, I have to say, now that uh, Xtina brings up New Japan, one of my dream matches for you, uh, if I may share it with you, is actually Scorpio Sky versus Tanahashi, or even Okada in, in New Japan. Uh-huh. So I, I just I want to just throw that out there, man. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, honestly, this is also the area, like I said, this is the era of Guys making themselves stars, and and I meet I meet a lot of fans, and they're like, "Man, I want to see you in WWE." Or let's say, "I want to see you in TNA," or "I want to see you in ROH or New Japan or wherever it is." And I tell them, "Man, like, hey, you, it's up to you guys." You know what I mean? Like, if if let's just say New Japan sees Scorpio Sky, and they're like, you know, or, or more so in America, let's let's say it's WWE. Let's say WWE looks at Scorpio Sky, and they're like. Uh, you know what, uh, you know, 
not really a fan of his work, you know, we don't really want him, or he's, he's, he's an a-hole, or we already have Cedric Alexander, we don't need him, or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> if they're like, for whatever reason, TNA or WWE, they're not interested. But you have enough fans beating that drum saying, we want this, we want this, we want this, they'll listen. Yeah, and that's the great thing about wrestling now is the fans have a voice. The, the big companies, they are listening. And so I tell people, I say, hey, man, if you want to see me somewhere, beat that drum. Say it. Get on the Internet. Do whatever you want to do, man. And it's not just me. That's anybody out there. If you want to see – if you want it bad enough, you want to see Joey Ryan somewhere or you want to see whatever it is, a match – Beat that drum, and eventually, it may not happen right away, but eventually it will happen. That That's an amazing point. And listeners, if you're listening to that, words couldn't be more true than what just Scorpio Sky just said. So, like, make sure – hence why sometimes the WWE uh, even does these big pans, and you see those signs, like, say, please sign – like, last – I think two weeks ago, I saw a sign in the audience saying, please sign Pentagon. I'm like – that would be amazing to see Pentagon settle Miedo in the WWE. So, yeah, I, I would, uh, I, I completely agree with you, Scorpio. But, uh, you know, with that being said, you know, I, I don't want to take up much more of your time. Uh, again, I know you're busy. You, you've been training since the morning, and I don't want to hold back any more of your plans. I know it's very early in your neck of the woods. So, Scorpio, before you go, uh, Extina, do you have any last final comments for Scorpio? I just want to say thank you very much. Um, you're, you're definitely all inspiring uh, to anyone <laughs> who wants to wrestle, uh, uh, oh, me included. Uh, <laughs> 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 but also, um, I'm going to start a little Twitter thing to get you going. If those matches people want to see, come on, fans, try to get it together. But again, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I right. appreciate it. Awesome. And, uh, of course, Scorpio, let's do some plugs here to help you out here a little bit on the show. Uh, how can fans follow you on social media, whether it's Instagram, a Facebook fan page, uh, you know, Twitter? How can they do that? How can even uh, promoters get a hold of you for any kind of booking inquiries, whether it be an appearance to wrestling to MMA? Uh, and where can fans catch you next live? Oh, uh, yeah. Um so my Twitter and my Instagram are both just at Scorpio Sky. Uh, I have a Facebook fan page that's scor- uh, facebook.com slash scorpiosky.com. That's D-O-T-C-O-M. And uh, you can also find me at uh, scorpiosky.com. I've got a good team. Uh, we've been building that site for a year. It's open. It's live. Uh, and we're trying to add a lot of stuff to it. Um, as time goes by, and there's going to be a lot of exclusives. The guys are always uh, bugging me for for information on things, so uh, you know I give them the information first. Uh, so there's a lot of anything that breaks is going to be on ScorpioSky.com. So please follow that as well, uh, the official website. And uh, my next show, uh, I will be at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, we've got an event called Coastline Clash. Uh, and that's going to be, I believe, this Sunday, as a matter of fact, 3 p.m. at the Ocean View, Ocean View Pavilion. It's uh, free of charge. Anybody that wants to come, check it out. Awesome. And as a matter of fact, by the way, uh, to, to bring this up real quick to you, Scorpio, the, the fight that was mentioned or rumored for CM Punk was uh, CM Punk versus Vitor Belfort. <laughs> oh, that'll never happen. 
They'll never, they'll never, no, because, you know, because they're never going to regulate that. I don't even think the commission will, I don't think there's an, a commission that will approve it because Vitor has like 50 fights under his belt or something and CM Punk only has one. So I don't even think there's a commission that will approve it. And Vitor would kill him anyway. So <laughs> not a good fight to do, man. Not a good fight. Uh, hey, man, I think I'm the fight to do, man. Like, I think, I think I'm the fight. I've got a couple of years of experience. CM Punk has a couple of years of experience. Um, he's, you know, we're in the same weight class. He's actually a little bit physically bigger than I am, so he's going to have that as an advantage, even though I have probably a little bit more experience. Size makes a difference. Um, and, you know, hey, man, I don't think anybody's going to look at me and say, okay, he's not legit. He's, uh, he's going to be a pro wrestler taking a dive. I'm not going to take a dive unless uh, – it's on top of him after I knock him down. So <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only thing that's going to happen. Well, I just ask you for one small favor, and that's if, like, if that does get booked, no matter where it is, whether it's uh, like a independent MMA company, a camp, or up there, please, you have me on Facebook, you have me on Instagram, just message me the date and the time and where, and I'll fly me and Christina out there. You know where you'll find out? ScorpioSky.com. <laughs> oh, nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> that was a way to segue a plug. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Scorpio. I appreciate it, man. Have a great day. Thank you. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Hey, Tina, we just got plugged. <laughs> we just got plugged like yesterday's newspaper. Yeah, I love how you said that. Like, yeah. uh, you know how where you can find out ScorpioSky.com. <laughs> wow. But no, seriously, this guy, like Scorpio Sky, mentioned some very exclusive material, uh, including that he wants to step in the octagon with CM Punk. He wants that fight to happen. As you heard, he, uh, like even when I brought up Victor Belfort, he said no. You know that match should not happen. The match that should happen is me versus CM Punk. And personally, now with him saying all of that, I really want that to happen. I want it to happen too, especially that they're the same weight class, you know. Uh, again, he said, you know, a lot of people wouldn't want to see that because they're two pro wrestlers, but I definitely want to see that. I want to see what two pro wrestlers can definitely do in the afternoon. Well, this time you won't have any swinging chairs nor, nor championship <laughs> belts to worry about. You're, you're going to see big-time fisticuffs going in there, and let me tell you, uh, when it comes to Scorpio Sky, again, coming from a guy who already saw him work in person, he's no joke. He throws his punches, and I, like, that's one gentleman I cannot wait to see in the ring here in Miami if he ever gets booked down here, guys. Make sure you book him somewhere here and down in Miami. I can guarantee you he'll give you a five-star classic uh, anywhere, uh, and not just here in Miami, but book him all over the United States. That guy is truly, truly a piece of work. I, I have to say that right now. Now, Tina, I'm going to say this. We now went through Scorpio Sky today. Next week, we have another major guest uh, coming on the show. Uh, she's actually all the way, well, she's a Hispanic, but she, she basically works her, her way through Mexico. She has had countless of, of tours of Japan, uh, you know, and, and, and she's going to be here with us next week. I'm talking about one half of the Twisted Sisters, 
and of course, uh, Sabotage Wrestling uh, female wrestler, I'm talking about Thunder Rosa, will be here next week uh, with us. Uh, let me tell you something. This is a very humble woman. She she paints her face. I, what is that called? Candy skull, right? Yeah. Yeah, she she paints her face half a candy skull. She's a very humble young lady. She she has had plenty of doubters. She has shut them all down. And, and mind you, she will be here next week for another inspira- uh, inspiring interview. Uh, and this is you you dealt with a man interview. Now you're gonna deal with a woman next week. You know, uh, this is going to inspire all the other women, especially, you know, coming up. Like, she is um, definitely, I'm definitely excited to speak to her. Yeah. I, I do I, have, you know, get my questions ready as well. <laughs> I, I feel the excitement coming. I, I, There's some insight. <laughs> yeah. And mind you, I do apologize. I feel like I stole some of your questions today. <laughs> it's okay. There was like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, especially the CM Punk one. You gave me this space like, George, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I apologize. No, it's okay. We're working together. Our brains are bouncing off each other. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's that's two weeks. That's two weeks. Uh, but you know, Extina, I have to now put you on the on the on the spotlight on the on uh, what do they call it? The electric the hot seat. The hot seat. Thank you. <laughs> how did you how did you feel for your first interview? Um, I was, like I kept saying, I was very nervous, but getting it done and over it, um, you know. in your career because now you're being known or getting to know the people that are in the business that you're basically going to be meeting more often in the future days to come. Yeah, this is exciting. I, I can feel it in you. I, <laughs> I, I, sense, I sense the force. I, <laughs> the electricity. I, I, no, no, not the electricity. <laughs> don't, don't mix the force with electricity, young lady. Okay. That, that's Star Wars. You don't mess with Star Wars. Apologize. I got Mr. New York over there, head of security. I have he has no problem kicking you out. Right, Mr. New York? <laughs> I, I I'm getting you another certified G hat for that. <laughs> anyway. Uh no, but guys, uh, you know, great, great interview with Scorpio Sky. He he mentions a lot about his inspirations, how Fred Hart in, also inspired him besides Frankie Kazarian. Uh, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, of course, he spoke about his MMA, like something that uh, he's not thinking about, like the risk, but it's something that's definitely there. Uh, you know, he also spoke about how CM Punk uh, is on his radar when it comes to MMA, uh, and, and et cetera. He even spoke about how Tuco Scorpio was never on his to-do list, but now that he did it, he loved it. So it's kind of like one of those situations of, hey, always be proud of what's given to you. And he, he proved that. So, what an awesome honor it was to speak with Scorpio Sky. Now, going on to today, guys, we have Monday Night Raw coming up tonight. Guys, like, like what me and Xena were saying earlier, we hope not to see a return of Roman Reigns because, God forbid, please no. <laughs> it's only been a week, and the guy was thrown off 
a floor and on, in a stretcher and thrown and tossed in an ambulance. So I, I really, really hope. Like I, I'm not trying to sound sadistic here. You know, I'm not trying to say, hey, the guy needs to be dead. But I'm saying, hey, come on, make it, make it believable. Yeah, make it worth our while. You know, the fans would appreciate some time away from as well. <laughs> well, a little bit more, and I think the fans will riot just because they still look at him as the guy that ended, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know where I'm going at with this, uh, that the guy that ended The Undertaker's career. So that that's all I'm saying on that, on that note. But freaking with that being said, guys, I think it's now time that we close up our show uh, for next week. Again, I cannot wait for Monday Night Raw tonight. It's going to be a phenomenal five-star classic show. Uh, you know, you got, of course, Braun Strowman, possibly. You got the women's division. You have, of course, the, the revival, uh, which, by the way, guys, uh, for, for those that are listening that haven't found out yet through social media, uh, of course, Dash Wilder has suffered a jaw injury and will be out for three months. Uh, leaving Scott Dawson by himself to wrestle. This is not the first time, actually, that one of those men have been injured. As, as a matter of fact, in NXT, Scott Dawson was injured with his knee. He was out a couple months, but that's Wilder took the, 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 the ball and ran with it, so now it's Scott Dawson's job. Personally, I always love Scott Dawson's uh, mic work. Yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely great on mic. I think he can like hold it down until uh, he can two months. DIY should be called up and take their shine. Do, do you agree with that? Should be at 205 Live and get them separated into yeah. singles competitors. Yeah, definitely. They're both in the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to be honest with you, I still thought to this day that when they lost to the Revival in NXT TakeOver, I think yeah, I think it was their second one, uh, that I was like, please, please, one of them turn on each other. I thought Tommaso Ciampa was actually going to uh, yeah. turn on Gargano. I was like, please. Do a heel turn. You have no idea how much money there is in that. And then all of a sudden, them getting called up to 205 Live and continue the, the feud there. I feel like that would have been perfect. Yeah, I agree with you. Get out of my head. That's how I was feeling. I expressed that to the New York when they were watching. I was like, you know, Chump was going to turn on Gargano right now. And it didn't happen. I was surprised. They keep pushing this DIY thing. But definitely solo, that would be so much better. I agree. 
and those two, like they showed it in their in the Cruiserweight Classic in a singles match, those two will steal the show. Yep. So if you really want to see a five-star classic, separate the guys. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a hater of DIY. I'm just trying to say, if you want a five-star classic, do it. Yep. You know, if not, you might get five-star classics from them as tag team wrestlers, but I would love to see them collide with one another. Yep. That's all I'm saying. But guys, uh, we're about done here. Uh, you know, next week again we have Thunder Rosa on Facebook.com backslash Russell City Radio. Keep in touch with us. Uh, remember, I am going to be posting up that poll later today uh, for Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ versus Braun. I mean, sorry, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Which one's going to be your ticket sale for next uh, next year's WrestleMania 34? But any closing moments? Uh, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for next week. Awesome. Another female voice on here. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to have a Latina. Latina. <laughs> Latina, he. <laughs> and it, it, oye, Papi Chulo, ¿tú quieres un poco de este Latina? Latina, he. Anyway, sorry, I had to make up uh, something. Anyway, guys, I hope Guys, for everyone here on Russell City Radio, I want to say good night and take care. Stay real, folks. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality check.